episode 595, May 3rd, 2022. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. This is The Robin Joe Show. Two minutes until showtime. A great show. Listening to The Robin Joe Show. Robbie Robinson does not get enough credit. The Robin Joe Show, my two favorite guys. You're listening to The Robin Joe Show. Do you feel lucky? Do you get punk? The Robin Joe Show. I've got with Rob and Joe before, and they do an amazing job. Go back on that Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show is my favorite. Rob Mayer, Joe Robinson, here they are. Please secure your belongings. Keep your arms and legs inside the car at all times. And remain seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. Now, here's Rob Mayer and Joe Robinson. Monday, yes it's Monday, I'm waiting all week and as it's time for Rob and Joe, chat room Monday, it's 7.30, that's when I hear live Rob and Joe, done with Monday, oh it's been a hard day, thank God it's time for Rob and Joe. What's up everybody, this is our third podcast of the day, Joe Robinson. Yeah, I feel fine. Yeah? Do you how feel many, like exhausted? How many, or nah. How many do you think I can do? Yes. Seven. How many? Wh- at what point? Because we did lock it up. Uh, shout out to Mac Bergson on this episode. A little, we talked a little Formula One for you, Mac. Yeah, Mac, Mac, Mac got mentioned. He did, yeah. by name. Hey, yeah. Mac got mentioned on the Patreon. God, he's blowing up. Good for you, Mac. Huge. You deserve it. Ariel just said, hey, guys, what's up, Ariel? If Ariel said something on Twitter, I'm going to look at it while you're talking. I'm sure it was funny. That was hilarious. She's like pretty prolific, you know. Oh, she dominates. Yeah, I think it's uh, it. Uh, uh, she writes something, and then uh, I don't think any white people read it. Let's it's hope just not. Me. Let's hope not. I think I'm the only white person <laughs> that uh, follows her because I barely know what she's talking about. Between you and me, we might figure out half of it. Yes, we yeah. try to <laughs> decipher it together. Have you done the new TikTok dance with the Lizzo song, Ariel? Yeah, we'll find out. She put, oh boy, LOL. Yeah, no, I, I just heard the new Lizzo song for the first time yeah. while uh, you were eating my dinner. That sounds a weird sentence. Yeah. Katie offered me your dinner. I didn't. So that therefore it became my dinner as well. So, Thank you, Katie. So we have Ariel in chat. Is Mac there? Mac is in chat. Is Steve Miller. How many Mary, people that have had a wedding? Because we have a thing we want to get to here. So Mac Bergson's definitely had a wedding. Yeah. Um, Dave Dennis is married. He is in okay. chat. He's been married. <clears throat> what so else? So I'm drinking a Truly. Earlier. Drew Miller is not is in chat. He has right. not had a wedding. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm drinking a Truly, and that reminded you of your favorite Lionel Richie song. It's not my favorite, well, but it reminded me of it. Truly, which you then played, which then made Katie say her mom loves that song. Which then led her to say that her mom and dad's wedding song was Endless Love, which is Lionel Richie. Right. And yeah, okay. So then we started <laughs> this is how talking we got here. about wedding songs and started trying to guess what Robbie's wedding songs were. And then Joe said, you didn't have any weddings. You just got married. Yeah, you just went to the justice of the peace, right? And That's then correct. we decided what would be the couple that would be the hardest to decide. And by the way, your wedding song, you're, you've had two. I've had two, correct. Tupelo Honey. 
That was the latest one. Right. And then your my favorite wedding. Yes. Your first <laughs> wedding, your second favorite wedding. You had Your Precious Love by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. That's correct. So then we decided, and Robbie, you can play along later now, that what was Eric Woodworth and his wife Erica Woodworth's wedding song? Because that seems like the toughest one to figure out. It was Yoda by Weird Al. Well, we had to ask for hints, obviously. You can't yes. choose from every... Um, by the way, I had the tweet that uh, Ariel actually said. Here's her tweet real okay. quick. Is Goosebumps still on Netflix, or did their broke asses lose that, too? <laughs> She's got more likes than any tweet you've ever had, probably. Probably, yeah. It's yeah. a thousand likes, yeah. yeah. So we attempted to guess Eric and his wife's wedding song. Yeah, we guessed around when they were married. Which right. was, we think it was mid, mid to late 2000s. 2000s, right? And then Katie texts Eric, and she gave us some hints that it was not a current song. And then it was actually in the R&B Motown family of songs. Yeah, and we kept guessing and guessing and guessing. And then uh, eventually the hint, the last hint was that uh, it was sung by Marvin Gaye. And it turns out that Joe and his wife, Sheila. Ex-wife. Ex-wife. <laughs> She's about to have a new husband. And Eric <laughs> and his wife, Erica, in quotes, had the exact same wedding song. Is that crazy? Some song that Robbie never even heard. Your Precious oh. Love. Let's hear it, Robbie. Yeah, Robbie, let's hear it. I wonder if it's going to make me um, Yeah, I know this song. Misty. I seem to be okay with it. Yeah. I'm just imagining Eric and his wife... Eric is doing something silly right now. He's really good. He's moving. I wonder if he looked longingly <clears throat> into her eyes. I mean, this is a good song. It's it's a little a little more upbeat I for mean, a first dance or whatever. No, but it would be a slow dance, right? Yeah, but it's got some groove to it. Yeah, but you wouldn't you wouldn't you would slow dance. But to this it. is Eric Woodworth we're talking about. What do you think he did? You think he did the twist? I think he took his shirt off. <laughs> he did something, right? Here's the chorus. I'm just imagining heaven sending Eric <laughs> down. <laughs> so uh, Max says in chat, you can go and take this song out now. Um, um, so he uh, gave. He's getting into it. Yeah. Mac gave his wedding song. Okay, I'm going to give well, you a hint. Okay, we, we, Matt, we want to guess these, so yeah. don't get ahead of us here. We want to guess Ariel's too, and yeah, don't Dave write it, Dennis. Ariel. Well, we want we need, probably going to need hints, but so so Max, I'll give you a hint. It's sung by a white band. Okay, right? is it? Do, do we know the? Is it a contemporary song to the it's date of not, the wedding? No, it would not have been. It would not. It's um, a white man or white band? White man. Okay. It's a white man. He's a, what's known as a crooner. Okay, so it's a Sinatra song? Oh, you got it. It's Sinatra right. is right. Is it um, The Way You Look Tonight? It is The Way You Look Tonight. Yeah! Nicely done. All right. You got that at the ready, Robbie? No. So now, um, Eric. Oh, we have to hear the commercial <laughs> nice. first. Imagining Mac. Do you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get it, Mac. Surprised Ma it wasn't Mac the Knife. <laughs> Mac said it was the Michelob theme song. I remember that. Yeah. That's how they came to it. Yeah. Let it play a little bit. Someday when I'm awfully low. Does Gramps know either of these songs? No. Come either. 
He does not know this song. Your Precious Love or this one? He does not. Okay. Do you think Ariel's song was closer to this one or Your Precious Love? So, I unfortunately, uh, I know it. She already said it. Yeah. Mm, kind of. Okay. She said, I didn't have a wedding, we're poor. <laughs> so, we did. I didn't know you were poor. All right. Well, let's, she, let's way, throw a wedding. She said, we're poor. You're not poor now. Are you poor now? We should have. A, can we have a throw you a wedding, Ariel? Yeah, I'll throw you a wedding. Yeah. You come over here, get married in the backyard. What would... Um, what would their song be? Yeah, uh, Ariel, if you did get married, do you know what the song would be? Do not do not type it in chat. I'm going to guess uh, Casey and JoJo All My Life. <laughs> I don't know Casey and JoJo All My yes, Life. Yes, you do. Robbie, play that song. Yeah, okay. Huge hit. Everybody knows it. Casey and JoJo All My Life. I believe it would be... <clears throat> Um, it would be Endless Love by, um, oh. no, no, she, I don't know, she probably doesn't even know that yes. song, right? Yeah. You're doing a oh, the live version, version. Wow. nice. Yeah, they, would they do a live version? Yeah. Uh, hmm. This is a massive hit. I'm sure you know it. Is Not it, yet. Casey and JoJo are from Jodeci. Hmm. I saw you making out with her at the Jodeci concert. No. Really? I mean, you know, I mean, sometimes it's like, how would I consume it? If this was before Katie and I were together? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, in the... Um, you know that song, Robbie. Yes, I know that song. Yes. In the murder mystery, when you say, hey, I, 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 we saw you making out at the Jodeci concert. That's a time in my life where there's no way I would have heard contemporary music. Right? I'll bet you if you looked right. at the year, that was like the year my son was born or something like that. I, I love Jodeci back in the day. Yeah. There is a good meme out. Uh, it's for probably black women in their 40s, but your relationship with toxic men started with when you chose Jodeci over boys to men. Hmm. Ariel was to get, was asked a question. If you had to, if you had to choose, would you have Robert Joe walk you down the aisle? <laughs> she said, Joe, thank you so That's much. Nice. Then she said, Rob would be waiting at the end. Val, Ariel wins. Did we? Ha did she ha come up with a song, or am I way off base, or it's not even close to? What's that now? Did she have any comment on the? No, all my life. We need a. She, she probably wants a newer song. She's younger than that. Yeah, I, she didn't give us anything. Now Dave Dennis is in chat. He's not typing, so I don't know. So what Dave, when did he get married? Do we have any idea? No, I maybe don't we know. should call his best friend Eric Woodward. Eric probably knows. Yes. Eric probably <laughs> gave him away. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, if you were to get married uh, today, what what would your song be? To whom? What's that? To, well, to depends on the girl. Oh, oh, oh. It's your I choice. I thought there was a song called To Whom. Yes. So Dave Dennis got married in 2006. Same About the same time as So Eric. I believe it was uh, Breathe by Faith Hill. That's my <laughs> guess. <laughs> uh, that's not bad. Ariel said, if we did have a reception, we said we want Crazy Train's intro as we came in. That's cool. You know what song Pretty uh, Katie and I came into? Do you remember the song we came into? Mm, I know you left to uh, the uh, Stevie Wonder Sign, song. Signed, sealed, delivered. Yes. yes, that's correct. What did you come into? Came into. The whole wedding party came into this. I guess I should remember this. How Robbie, do you remember? I, I, I kind of do. It's not coming to me, though. I'm going to give you the band. They only had one hit. Okay. Ram Jam. Oh, Black Betty? Black, Black Betty, Betty is correct. Yes. 
Uh, Dave Strong. Dennis says, no, it is not breathed by face. Uh, also, not contemporary. I'll go At Last by Etta James. That's mm, my guess. That's good. I'll go uh, My Girl by the is it the Temptations or the Four Tops. I don't know. Uh, that's by the Temptations, written by, confused. of course, uh, William Robinson. The Great Smoky. Um, Smoky. That's correct. Um, but uh, he made more. He said he made more money off of that one song. He made enough money off of that one song to cover him for the rest of his life, and he wrote twenty My Girls. Yeah, he's done well for himself. Yeah, he's a <clears throat> he knows how to write a he, hook. He's a pretty good songwriter. <laughs> yes, I think. <laughs> um. So we're not getting anything from Dave Dennis, but uh, he said it's not contemporary. Is it, I bet it's your song by Elton John. Hmm. You know, that's the that is the uh, song that I did my mother son dance to. Uh, remember with uh, with Aunt Tish. Yes. God rest her soul. I right? do. Yeah. All right. Well, while we're talking about weddings, Wait, we didn't hear Robbie's song. You, well, I you had, thought about this. Did you have a song, Robbie? I had a song with my. Long-term ex from a little while back, from a year ago, actually, we broke up. Was it a song Firehouse or something? The anniversary of our breakup. Was it a Scorpion song? Just the past week. Winds of Change. (laughs) You'll like it, Joe. It was You'll Accompany Me by the great Bob Seger. That, of course, my favorite Bob Seger song. Right. Followed by Night Moves, which is everybody else's favorite Bob Seger song. That's fair. You'll Accompany Me. There's a great scene in the show, Freaks and Geeks. It's my favorite scene where... um, what was the kid's name, uh, Robbie? The not the brother, not not the not yeah. Lindsay, but uh, whatever the kid's name was. Yeah. Anyway, he finally got to go out with his dream girl, Summer Sanders. Yes. Mm. Right. Cindy Sanders. Cindy, Summer Sanders was a right, swimmer. Swimmer. Cindy Cindy Sanders was mm. her name, and they went to a party, and then they went up to this room, and he had never even thought about being with a girl before right. and they went up to this bedroom and he goes you want me to put on some music and she said yes and they put on the song you'll accompany me that's and all she got to make out with cindy sanders for the first time cindy sanders just sounds pretty hot oh man she ended up being a bitch because she didn't like the jerk fucking cindy she sanders. didn't th- here's what she said i'll never forget it sam God. joe sam is right she goes uh they go to uh see the jerk yeah and she doesn't she's not laughing and he's not happy about it, right? And she go, he goes, you want some popcorn? And she goes, will popcorn make this movie any funnier? Mm. And then he dumped her. He yep. dumped he dumped this girl that he had been pining away for. Uh, it's a classic rock song from 1977. Hmm. Eagles? Oh, yeah. What about from 77? So the long run was 79, I guess. When's Hotel California, Robbie? Uh, 76 but but it couldn't be that it couldn't be from there um it's not an eagle song we have confirmation well it's, it's from 77 it's not <clears throat> you guys know your eagles years yeah let me think you got your it's uh, you know i changed the reference in my act from simon and garfungal to eagles to make me feel younger what's the joke it's the joke about uh, um if someone adopts you, they meant to do it versus, you know, my dad went to an Eagles. My mom and dad went to an Eagles concert. He got high, forgot to pull out. <laughs> I have the answer. I used to say Simon and Garfunkel. I, <laughs> did, I really changed it because it flows easier. You have the answer? He said single artist, not a band. Just the way you are by Billy Joel. Ooh. Hey, that's that classic rock. I think that counts. Oh. That's a good guess. Is that right? I would say he used to be in a band. Hmm. Hmm, let's think. 
Is there a, a Paul McCartney song or somebody? Or? Oh, Baby I'm Amazed. Maybe I'm Amazed. Yeah. That's okay. the song. Maybe I'm Amazed is the song. All right, so I nailed it. Here we go. You can go ahead and say I, it, Dave. I, I gave it to you. You did? I said Paul McCartney. Oh, okay. I got it. I helped you. All right. Well, yes. You, Is that you, it? Uh, he's going to say it is in a second. Definitely, definitely got it. 100% that's it. He's I about to say yes. Oh, it's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. All right. 1977 love songs. Let my love open the door. No, that's after 77. By a white guy. Uh, all right. Is well, it? Uh, is there a Andy Gibb? I just want to be your everything. That's not classic rock. I'm just the first thing that came up. Um, is there a Stevie Nicks song or something? Dreams? No, nah, that's a, that's it's it's a it says it's a dude. I think she said. Right? Uh, oh, single artist. No, it could be a girl. Yeah. Um, leather and lace. No, that's not. That's from the '80s. That's from '80, I believe. All right, whatever. You're in my heart, Rod Stewart. Oh, Wonderful a, tonight, oh. Eric Clapton. It, oh, is that 77? Yes. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's 100%. Hey, I'll bet anything. I'll give you even money right now. You have every other song in the world that that's it. Five bucks. All right, you got it. Five bucks is it. And, and Dave Dennis. Yes, it is ah! it. <laughs> well, she just said famous for his slow guitar. That means slow hand was, was hey. Clapton's nickname. That is mm. going to be it. And that song, by the way, is written ironically. He's not... Really, jeez, well, Robbie, geez. God, <laughs> oh, Eric Woodworth is going to come for you. You're fucking with his best friend. <laughs> anyway, that is it. We didn't right. get it. No, you five. So you give me five bucks, buddy. I'm correct about that, right? I don't know. He was saying it tongue in cheek. He was annoyed with the woman in the song. Okay, all right. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think I'm it was. Pretty a, sure I'm right about this. I guess "Tears in Heaven" was also written ironically. No, no, that one. Here's was some other <laughs> songs from that. That well. Okay, I think Baby Come Back, that would have been a bad one. By Player? Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. Um, go Your Own Way, that wouldn't have I worked. love Go Your Own Way. I know, but as a man. wedding song? Go ahead. Keep going. I think Brick House, that would have love been Love Brick House. Yes. 36, 24, 36. Um, Definitely danced to that song at a couple of weddings. Love's Holiday, Earth, Wind, and Fire, I don't know that I one. I don't know that. Take a Chance on Me. Oh, Abba. yeah, Robbie loves that yeah. one. I remember that because he thought they were saying Ali Oxen Free. Mm -hmm. That's from episode, like, three. Do you remember that, Robbie? Is your love by the Bee Gees? Mm, it's So Easy, Linda Ronstadt. Two out of three ain't bad. Oh, Meatloaf. Scenes oh, from an Italian uh, restaurant. Billy Joel. The Some, Chain. Oh, The Chain's a great one by Fleetwood Mac. Sometimes When We Touch by Dan Hill. Mm -hmm. She's Always a Woman. Okay, what else? Hot Legs. Hot Legs by Rod Stewart you're, off Footloose and Francie Free. You're going to their concert. No, I'm not. I'm Steve, not to go. Steve Miller Band, True Fine Love. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. This is. I don't know if this is interesting, but I'm enjoying it. Okay. Good year. So wait a minute. Why don't we do a promotion with JSS where people, couples that have, are successful and that have made it, that are having families like Ariel and her giant husband that didn't have an actual wedding. We, we have a wedding. Yeah, we'll have a wedding for Ariel. We'll do it. We'll do a radio station thing. We'll get other people involved, too. But yes. Oh, I see. So everybody who didn't have a wedding, you have like a collective wedding? Well, we wedding? have to pick the best ones. You know, they write in or whatever. Then we throw a giant wedding. Do we have to buy a giant cake? Yeah, we have multiple cakes. Whatever. We'll get Justin to, officiates? Yes. I, I, Josh I, does something. He sings. <laughs> yes. I give Ariel away. Right. I, I, I walk her down the aisle. Right. I consummate the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prima nocta or whatever. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. All right. Good stuff. All right. So so speaking of weddings, mm. last week I told a story about the wedding that I went to where I sprained my ankle and so forth. 
Uh, I got a text today. Uh-oh. Now. From uh, the bride. Oh. Now, you said to me, hey, are you in trouble? You think you should be saying this? And it never occurred to me that I shouldn't be because. I could tell. It never. But then I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't be because this guy who did this obviously is very close to the groom. I'm shitting all over him, right? He's the best man. <laughs> one of them. Ends up there fine with it. Okay, here's the text I got. Joe, uh, Joe and I, that's her husband, just listened to the Robin Joe show and we died. It was so funny, but I want to give you some updates. The story about the best man and Joe being held up at gunpoint wasn't true. It never happened. Right? That's the story that the best man He said they were held up at gunpoint. He said it wasn't funny. Right. We, I agree with him. Right. And that ends up not being the case. Now, here's something. That she said, here's the second point she made. Did you hear the drama about the lady threatening to kill her husband? I didn't. I don't know what that is, but I get to hear about it tomorrow because I have to sign the we- the wedding certificate. I never signed it. Ugh. So they're really not married right now. <laughs> you, oh my God. And then she said, at least your limp wasn't as bad as my dad's. Her dad is, is uses a cane. She said, when he's you, also 87 years old. She said, when you said it was 60 yards, we both busted out laughing. It wasn't, I'm, it was it was close to sixty yards. Well, a football field's a hundred. So. Dude, I'm telling you, it was an entire. I had to walk out of this garage that the garage doors that obviously they were bring trucks in mm-hmm. through this back entire back area where the DJ was set up. Remember, there was 150 people at the wedding. Think about this. You sure, you don't mean 60 feet. No, not 60 feet. I know it's 60. Well, feet. Well, they are laughing at 60 yards, which you don't laugh at that if it's 55 yards. Yeah. Clearly, it's what you weren't close. Uh, were they prompted to listen, or are they regular listeners? Or were I, they just hopeful that... I don't know. Maybe they thought that uh, we would be talking about them. Hold on. Robbie, you want me to send your contact? You're going to call them? Yeah. Katie right. probably, probably be mad at me, but you I'm going to do it anyway. You were out of the woods, and now you're going to get back in it. Uh, I got to... I mean, not signing. That seems like a pretty big screw-up. What's that now? You don't sign the certificate? Uh, well, they have one, to. They, they, one job, Joe. One I mean, job. Well, hold on. I don't run after them to sign the you, wedding. In your state, you couldn't run at all. That that that's their job to find me, Robbie. I'm texting it to you. I doubt she'll pick up a number she doesn't recognize. Ariel, do not have Joe officiate this wedding. Hold on. Where, where's I got to find Robbie? Hold on. It's gonna take a second. This is good podcasting. And I got to do this before Katie finds out. I'm we just recorded it. the bonus, by the she, way, because she's gonna tell me I'm not allowed. So I got to hurry up and do this. Robbie had a very, a very sincere, honest moment on the bonus show. Oh, yeah, it was. Didn't you think? Did you get uncomfortable, Robbie? Not really. It got real for a second. Okay. So, Robbie, and don't let the voicemail, this is not somebody that you can, you know what I mean? Don't let her voicemail play. You, you can't stop saying? him. He's going to do what he's going to do, Joe. Is that the dialing? Yeah. All Are right. we allowed to say her name? Yeah, I think so, right? It's just a first name. Sure. I always find it weird that on the morning show they say their their significant others' names in a code, but they say their own kids' names, which doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna lead the way here. Yeah, I don't know that that um. I mean, I wouldn't pick up a number that I didn't recognize. Hello. Hey, Marissa, it's Joe. You're on the air. Joe. How you doing? You're on the Rob and Joe show. It's Rob. How you doing, Marissa? Oh, hi, Rob. Congratulations. So, 
I was reading Thank your you. I was reading your text on the air. Oh great. And okay. tell me is 60 is it that crazy 60 yards? Do I just have a bad gauge? It was really how far do you say it was? Um I'm going to say 30 yards. So you're you're half yeah, it's a big difference. It guys, is. guys tend to get measurements wrong. We tend to go longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not <laughs> double. <laughs> Well, what I thought was the place wasn't that wide, so there was only four seats on each side. You had 150 right. people. Giant Say again? Yeah, right. So you and you had right. You had 150 people at your wedding. I don't know how many times right. eight goes into 150, but it's a lot, right? Yeah. So yeah, there was like far back like behind the wall and everything yeah 20 rows and then they had that big area in the back that's i mean give me 40 yards yep. at least did you notice yeah, joe's limp that's their compromise. was joe's Go limp noticeable marissa what was that was his limp noticeable oh yeah people yeah, were talking did you did you think maybe well, we should have got somebody would, younger to officiate the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Did they say who's that old I, man? I was, yeah, I was not. I didn't see the limp, so I think he made it. No one really noticed it, but that's that's good. Is it on the I video? Saw it. Is it on the video? Yeah, now I saw that picture. So, uh, Robbie, I'm going to send you. Actually, I think Katie has that picture. And I'm making like a grimace. Is that yeah. fair to well, say? I, I saw the I saw the picture. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, I'm in some sort of pain. <laughs> I'm not just miserable being there. Yeah, you were going through some right there. Well, right, but I'm not somebody who's not going to tell the truth. No. If I didn't have a good time, believe me, I would have said. Oh, no, he 100% he would have. Yeah, I would definitely have said it. Everything I said, by the way, I didn't even know. I'm like, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't be telling that story. It sounded like a great time. But you said something the next morning that apparently didn't land. Yeah, I did say that. Did you? Let's get to the bottom of that. We talked about that. Yeah. So here's what I said. Okay. Go ahead. You you tell it. I'm just going to start off with my mom is in the car with me. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> if you want to tell it later, you can. Um, you don't think your mom knows? Hey, mom. I don't mind. Hey, hey, no, let's talk to your mom for a minute. Let's talk to her. How do you think I did? Do you think I nailed it? Katie's peeking in now. Yes, I did. I love the way you, you cracked the joke. You saved my husband because he was bawling like a baby. <laughs> Good yeah. job, Joe. Yeah. Did you also hear him in the very front? Did you hear him? Did I hear him crying? Yeah, like sobbing. I, 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 does that make me self-absorbed? <laughs> I didn't hear it. He was crying laughing at all your <laughs> great jokes. No, no, he was crying. He was straight up sobbing in the front row, like I was, uncontrollable. And, I, and they heard me keep saying, keep it yeah. together. I'm surprised your mic didn't pick up on it because she started yelling at him halfway through. Well, I was like, who's this guy that won't stop crying when I'm trying to talk? <laughs> yeah. Does he know who I am? Big baby in the front row. Yeah, that's, <laughs> him. that's him. 
Was uh, he crying because he'd never seen such big a celebrity as you, Joe? Yes. Was he impressed uh, that you were able to secure such a huge star? Is that what it was? That's a no. Okay. Um, so <laughs> Katie is uncomfortable that Joe is now talking to her best, <laughs> yeah. one of her best friends and the uh, best friend's mom. Deal with it, Katie. Yeah. He's taking over every aspect of your life. Your world is his now. All right. One thing I want to ask you. Okay. So these guys are giving me crap for not signing the marriage certificate. Was Should I have pursued that? Is that on me? Was that bad? No. No. I told Katie that was my fault because she told me not to bring it to the venue. So I didn't. And then I just like got wrapped up in other things and I forgot to be like, hey, Joe, can you sign this real quick? So it's really kind of Katie's so I, fault. I think that was yeah, because I actually put it in a bag of stuff I had to give to Katie. She said, and yeah. I forgot to give her the bag. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Katie. Okay, yeah, no, she agreed that it's your fault. No, I, I'll say I agree. It's Katie's I'll say fault, something yeah. to Katie about it. Yeah, we'll talk Rude. to her. Okay, we'll sit her down. Your, it's all of your baking stuff, so at least I know you're not baking now. It's all your pots and your pans and stuff. Well, thank you so much for my poker chips with my dog's face on them. It was so kind of you. Thank you for my air freshener. Katie stole one of them, oh. um, but I'll definitely put the other one in my car for sure. It was a great wedding. I yeah. said it on the air and off the air. Obviously, I'm somebody who tells the truth, but it was a great time, and I'm so happy for you guys, and I'll see you guys, I guess, when tomorrow. Yeah, and, and on behalf of the Rob and yeah. Joe show, we apologize for Katie screwing everything Yeah, up. apologies. We, if you, you're cool with that, <laughs> Katie? I agree. You know what? Look, she means well, but just don't give her responsibility next time. Anyway, thank you guys. Congratulations. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, Let's take a break. Oh, Katie just divorced both of us. Rob and Joe should be right back. Hey, it's Justin from the 98 Rock Morning Show, JSS, and we want you to come celebrate Beach Bash, the Baltimore Ravens, 98 Rock, and the 90s with us. Die Laughing Productions proudly presents the world's greatest interactive, hilarious whodunit. We're taking you back to the 1990s with Hit Me 90s one more time. You're at a radio station promotional event where listeners battle it out for the hottest concert ticket of the year, Ace of Bass. Everything goes smoothly and no one dies. Not... Actually, some unlucky person will not just be losing their religion, but meeting their fate. And top market DJ Slater in the morning, that's me, must solve the murder. Hit Me 90s One More Time stars your favorite 98 rock personalities, including myself, Scott Reardon, Josh Spiegel, Kirk McEwen, Marianne Sirk, Joe Robinson, Rob Mayer, and many more, along with comedians Eric Woodworth and Tommy Simbazo. Join us at Beach Bash in Ocean City, where all we want to do is have some fun, jump around, and help you get through this semi-charm kind of life. Returning June 3rd for a very special Beach Bash event at the Ocean City Fountain Blue Resort. A buffet and two cash bars will be available for this show. For upcoming show dates and more information, please visit DieLaughingProductions.com. The Rob and Joe Show. Come back in here. We just played an ad for the Beach Bash Murder Mystery. Get your tickets now. Please. Yes, June 3rd, Beach Bash. So what's what's the issue? <laughs> I don't really like you calling my friends. If you, did you, if you would have called the groom... <laughs> That's fine, but you didn't even ask if you could call my friend. Oh, boy. Yeah, because I knew if I would have asked, you'd say no. <laughs> so that's the real reason. Yeah, it's 100%. I, what, 
what did did she say something bad about me? Yeah, she said that she was going to bring the marriage certificate and you told her not to and then she left the <laughs> wedding and it wasn't signed. Oh, okay. Well, at least thank God I have you to help me keep it together, Joe. Well, in Joe's defense, didn't didn't this start with your friend texting Joe? Yeah. I mean, oh, well, let's also point out that the day of her rehearsal dinner, she's trying to get everything together and she's obviously a very stressed out bride, which none of you would ever understand <laughs> and he thinks it's hilarious that he clips his i guess when he got his universal life church like package in the mail they it came with this like tag that clearly looks like a costume that says clergy on it mm. and he clips it to himself sends her a photo and says am i allowed to wear this <laughs> and sends it to her and i'm like you know, it's just kind of rude to be stressing her out. She clearly didn't want you to wear something so ridiculous around her friends and family. She loved it. I wore it through the whole wedding. <laughs> I clipped it to you my... still have it? I, I, I guess you gonna I use do. it for the murder mystery? I should. You'll never find it. You really took it? <laughs> it's buried. It's probably with my Adidas jacket. <laughs> probably. Ariel just said Joe's going to have to sleep in the dog mailbox tonight. <laughs> Speaking of, it's it's days are numbered, guys. I've found a mailbox I like. Nice. It did. Is it a fancy mailbox? Can we t tell us about it? It's another dog. <laughs> um, fancy in the sense of like traditional. It's yeah, it's just traditional regular people mailbox. Is it? It's uh, a fish. Is it uh, wooden? Um, it is not wooden. It is stone. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. All right. Nice. Well, we're going to have to discuss this, right? No, apparently it's done. Your mail, this mailbox costs more than your first car. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? I mean, considering how old you are, that's very Katie, for the win. Thank you, Katie. Thanks, Katie. All right. So let's talk about Restivo's butthole. Jeez. <laughs> Well, by the way, the first thing is who edit who edited it originally the the site. I posted the episode as Restivo's butthole, spelled exactly that way, and then it came up as just Restivo's. Yes, it was censored. I tried it to spell it the correct way, and it definitely wouldn't let you. do What's it. the correct way? B u t t h o l a. Well, it didn't even have the yeah. word at all. It just had Restivo's. So he sees his name, doesn't get that that doesn't make sense. Uh, um, Friggin' uh, grammatically, that I would have Restivo's mm -hmm. possessive. He doesn't understand, and he goes on Instagram and posts like a story of him, as if uh, the respect they've shown me for naming this episode after me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you see the next story is like no words. <laughs> and then Robbie changes it, so now it says Restivo's butthole with like a star. Yeah, an asterisk in it, right? So then. He hits me up on Instagram, slides into the DMs, says, very upsetting the name of the episode. It's rather <laughs> disgusting. I go, what's wrong with your butthole? Because that's <laughs> disgusting. That show episode name is gross. I'm not with that gay shit. It's disgusting. It <laughs> makes me want to puke blood. It's gross. Well, that seems like your issue. <laughs> I said, what's gay about your butthole? He says, talking about another man's butthole is gay. And this is the line you gave me. But I said, look, Chris, all he said was that he wanted to see your butthole more than any other man's. 
What's the big deal? <laughs> Don't make this weird. <laughs> he goes, that's gay to say, bro. And then he goes, when am I going on the show again? I want to bring some of the girls. <laughs> I say, what were the girls at? He goes, everything. <laughs> <laughs> then I say, then we should just have them on and not you. They're not coming on without me. I go, that's your butthole talking. <laughs> he goes, that isn't funny. He goes, but seriously, life isn't life without strippers. I love my girls. And I didn't respond. So you think it's time to call Steve-O again? <laughs> no. it's, been, it's been a few years, right? It has been. What do you think, Robbie? Oh, boy. No, let's, let's, um, let's tease him. We can't just give him a call? No, I think he, he's got to wait. Right. Wait for what? <laughs> life isn't, life is, what does he say? Life isn't living without the strippers. My, he calls them my girls. Yeah, Do I they want think, him to hear this and yeah. get pissed that he didn't get on. Do you and think, I want him to know it was me that kept him off. Do you think they look at him as like a father figure, a brother, a younger brother, a mascot? <laughs> they look at him as somebody with, Twenty six dollars in his pocket that they're going to have, and then they're, not in, then they're not interested in him. He's anymore. like the kid that bags their groceries at the supermarket. Max says, "You call him, and the enemy wins." <laughs> yes, I agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> All right, we will not have Restivo in the name of the show. I promise you that. Hey, one thing I I do want to talk about. It reminded me because um, Mac has a picture, uh, the logo of the Jacksonville Jag Jaguars. Yeah. Um, as his, uh, what do you call it, avatar. Go Jags. On here. And uh, so we talked last week. I was very, very excited because it was going to be the first time that Rob and I were on the air, just him and I basically doing unique breaks. We were going to be on for five hours. Yeah. How, how, what, when did it end? Well. You, you told me 11, but I'm pretty sure it ended after that, right? I uh, left at 1130. Okay. So about half an hour. But anyway, uh, on Wednesday. And the draft is Thursday. The day before the draft. By the way, they've been saying all week long. Here, Rob and Joe from the yeah. Under Armour. All week. Mm-hmm. Rob and Joe, Rob and Joe, Rob and Joe. They might have said Joe and Rob on there, but I don't know. It's okay. Either way, they've said it over they and over. They said Joe Robinson and Rob Mayer. And over again. Now, I think I said on the episode because that Monday the program director came to me and said, Hey, I'm not quite sure you can do the draft. I said, why? He goes, well, you can't, I don't know that you can work two shifts in the same day. Plus, you know, that ended at 1130. You have to be back on the air at 530. You have to wake up at four. Now, one thing that I did not say, and I, and I did this because I thought you still wanted to do both was that you were doing sports the next day. Yes. And, you were going to have to do what he didn't want me to do. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Which in our Wednesday meeting, he, it dawned on him as he was saying why you wouldn't be there. But I think that he was, what's interesting is I think he was worried about me being fresh for the morning show. Mm-hmm. And, but I even said to him, <clears throat> excuse me, I said to him, I go, I don't, if I'm not allowed to do it because there's some rules, I get it. But if there aren't any rules and you just want me not to do it because you're worried about how tired I'm going to be, I'm letting you know I'd really like to do this. Right. So I'm letting him know this is something I want to do. And after I said that, he didn't even find out whether or not I was allowed to. He just said, you're not allowed to do it, which I'm is strange, pretty right? Sure you're pretty sure you would have been allowed to do it. 
I don't know that I'm allowed to work two shifts in the same day. Okay. I think there might be a rule against that. Well, isn't that what Kirk did? See, it's a different. I don't rule. think Kirk worked that shift. Right. I don't think there. I don't think there was a Kirk and Mary intro because there was an Oriole game. Okay. Maybe you're right, yeah. So You're right, there was. Again, I could also be <clears throat> wrong, but as soon as I said I really wanted to do it, in the next five minutes he was firing me from the from the gig. <laughs> but I kind of got my wish anyway, <clears throat> excuse me, because you came on to do sports. The first one was at 10.30, I'm sorry, 8.35. 7.35. 6.35. I'm not even close. Jesus. Right. What are you, 60 yards? <laughs> We're both wrong. 635. Yes. It's not even close to what I said. 600. You never left the studio. And I, But I got there like 610 or something. Right. So or you were actually in there, and that made the show so much easier. I just stayed there. I didn't. I, I was on the whole time. I didn't. Yeah. What am I going to do? No, it's true. And the one time you said something, and I went like that, but I didn't. I want. I, I thought you might have mistaken me saying you're not supposed to talk, but really I was telling you your mic wasn't on. Uh, and then yeah, Scott yeah. turned your mic on, and then that was it. You were literally on the show the entire time. I mean, we had fun. It flew by. It was by. a blast. It flew by. I will say this. When I do sports, mm -hmm. I don't stay in there. But I'm glad you did. <laughs> Does that make sense? Well, it's like uh, the thing with sports was is it's not just doing the sports and not eight rock. That's That's easy. And learning how to f play the cues or the, the clips, that's pretty simple, too. And learn that in 30 seconds. But it's BAL. I have to record two different 60-second sports wrap-ups from the day before in sports, 30 seconds on whatever the lead is, in this case the Ravens draft. Right. Touch on Orioles, touch on whatever other national stories there happen to be. And then... I have to do two Orioles-specific ones, which is one 30, 60 seconds on the game the night or day before, which will run that morning, and then 60 seconds previewing the game that night. Now, the Orioles played at one, so obviously I'd already written the, the wrap-up, the recap of that. And so I said to them, because I was going to have to get there at 4.30, and then Chris Carlheim, who have stayed there all night, He's a producer on right. BAL. Editing every clip from the draft, the press conferences, the GM's press conferences, the Zoom with the players that were drafted, the, the whole friggin' nine yards. And then he was going to go to sleep in his car and then have his computer logged on where I was. he was going to have instructions where I was going to go on there at 4.30, record these things. If I couldn't figure it out, I would go in his car, wake him up, <laughs> and that means I'm getting there at 4.30. So I say, well, I email. Well, first I asked Rick during our meeting, our Zoom meeting, and he just passes the buck. And I said, well, I'm going to tell BAL you said it was okay, jokingly. But I'm like, why don't I just, why don't you record me from the draft? We're at the, the Ravens. Yeah. And I'll just, I've already written the Orioles thing. It's a 1 p.m. game. So that's that's going to be done. The thing for the night, the ne the Orioles previewing the next night, I can do that at the station. There's no time issue on that. It's not till it doesn't right. air till five thirty p.m. Right. The sports things, I can just knock those out while I'm there, and Wendy or whoever's at the station, end up being Chris Carlheim, can record me. Sure. And that's in the can, and they're like, I'm fine with that, but we have to get some audio from the player Zoom, and I'm like, well, okay, I don't know how to do that, so I asked Chris. I said, I'll just leave. 
instead of doing 60 seconds, I'll do 50 seconds or 53, right. and you'll figure it out. And he couldn't be more cool. And then they said the other thing is, yeah, you understand, though, if there's breaking news, yeah, you have you're going to gonna have to do a, an update, a new update. But it was 1130 what? at night. What was going to happen? I don't know. Someone was going to murder somebody from the... the yeah, right. What? Now, in, in theory, there was a late NBA game that, that wrapped up that I could but have the, mentioned. they're not interested in you right. reporting on that. So I write this on the fly at at you know in front of Will and and Dan and and then I record the two in the in, in the Orioles one and I'm trying to do as least takes as possible. Sure. So did you do just do you do more than one take? I think between the three of them there was there was four takes. That's, That's pretty good. good. That is good. Now can I interrupt? Yes. When I did that, mm -hmm. I recorded it at three a.m. from where I'm sitting right now. I wrote it all out. I'll bet I did 10 takes. And I I will say this. And I said this to the when I emailed them. I said, I'm not trying to get out of getting there at 4.30 a.m. But it just seems like yeah, why I can do this yeah, here. There's no reason for it. If I was doing this myself like you and I, and I wouldn't have the pressure, I definitely would have done another take for each. Because I, yeah. I, I, I think they were about 90% there. That's all you need. But... Then I'm thinking they have to understand that I'm doing this till 11:30. That I'm going right back to the station essentially. So it's they also, never. I by the way emailed saying thank you. No one ever got back to me. <laughs> Although Rick did come in Friday morning and say great job on the draft. So that's good. it was a good job. Yeah, yeah. We talked thank about you. this on the Lock It Up podcast. Which, by the way, if you listened to the last Lock It Up podcast and you made all the bets we gave you, you would have made about two thousand dollars. Hell yeah. If you made the, a unit as $100. Formula One bet this week, Mac Brooks. So um, you interviewed a lot of people, right? Who all did you interview? Do you remember? Well, I did actual prep. Dwayne Starks, a uh, draft pick. Yep. You know, uh, the, one Super Bowl, well, first the Giants. Their first Super Bowl went out of pick six in the Super Bowl. Out of the University of Miami. Back in their heyday, the U. Mm -hmm. So uh, a, a classic school. Um, Rashad Bateman. Uh, their first round draft first pick round last pick. year. Yeah. Actually gave him a nickname, Extra Seasoning. Had a little back and forth. Todd Heap, uh, a tight end uh, yeah. drafted. He's by in the ring of honor. Exactly. Um, Vontae Leach. Um, Badass fullback. Yes. Used to be with the Chargers. Mark also a, uh, uh, has a Super Bowl ring here. Yes, and, he, and we got some good stories out of him. He was undrafted, went to the Packers because they had – a fullback on their team that went to the school that he went to that he what school did he go I to? I forget already, but he knew. But that guy was gonna that was up in age, and he thought that guy could mentor him, and he was right. Um, Mark Clayton went to has now a podcast that he that I got him to push. So it was a uh, I actually East you know, Carolina. I was pretty prepared. So and it's not always like me to be prepared, but I did get the feeling doing sports. I was like, man, and you or I, you're in the same boat as me. I mean, if if they let us do this, it would be great. Yeah, like, we would like. It's pretty tailor made for our relationship with the guys in the morning show and our knowledge of sports and our ability to just make things funny and creative. It's, They're not. It, it's pretty. No one's. There's no one that would do better than us. They're not going to let us do that. They're not. No, they're not going to let us do it. They never would. Well, what I even I couldn't unless I had I couldn't commit to five every day. Unless that was your job, I got my whole calendar this year. I got almost every weekend I'm out. And the, I mean, it's funny because right now the job 
Usually there's something we say for Patreon, but since I'm not involved. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Paul Mittermeier has definitely applied for this job. The job that was once Bobby Trossett's. Okay, Paul Mittermeier has. I love Paul. <clears throat> I love Paul. They gave When I asked for some samples on how to do the sports, they sent me two of his, and I was like, those are really good. Yeah, no, Paul's yeah. awesome. He's also one of us. I've said yeah. that before. That, no, that, he's good that, people. So, um, but he goes, I'm not, I'm only going to do this. I'm not going to the stadium. I'm not going to be looking for player interviews. Right. I'm not doing all those things. <clears throat> I'm not going to the press conferences unless it's on Zoom. I'm not doing those things. If you want me, all I'm going to do is this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if I knew that that was an option, then I would have also applied for the job. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'd much rather just do that. Pretty easy. It's super easy. Yeah. And I was thinking about this, too. It's like, you know, the job that I have, my day job, you know, the sports job, I can do both. Yeah. You know, I can just not schedule. I can't do have any meetings during these times. But other than that, I could just... I could definitely do it. Well, I mean, I try to have like a bit in quotes for each sports break. You know, they're in Vegas. Are right, the, right. Are the players still out? Where where do you think they are? Uh, the draft grades, how great, great Joe and I this week. So I tried to like do something, mm-hmm. a little spin on it, which those are, well, you could you could do that every time. Yeah. Uh, or you could just be a part of whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. You, but you could have them in the, at the ready, and if you need them, you or not, but it seemed, I don't know, Ariel, did you listen? You you wanted Joe and I on the air together, so you got a whole four hours of us. Ariel's gone. Damn she, it. She, <laughs> she, she's she gone to her wedding. That, it, no, it was a particularly funny show, and that break that you did about Sally Thorner, <laughs> the TV anchor, yes. was great. The only way it could have been better is if she uh, spontaneously called the show. Well, you know, <clears throat> Josh, Those are our favorite breaks that are just organic that come yeah, out of nowhere. Agree. Yeah. So that was great. And mm-hmm. if you know who Sally Thorner is, I'll, I'll recap it a little bit. So she was the hottest female anchor when Robbie and I were growing up. Right. Sally Thorner. <clears throat> and you look back. You know, that's what she looked like. She looked like kind of like the girl next door. Is that a yes. fair thing to say, yes. Robbie? Sally. She Thorne. was like a hot school teacher. Well, when I said Sally Thorner's name, Josh lit up. <laughs> and so Josh Spiegel. And he's like, yeah, I worked with Sally Thorner. I went to lunch with her a couple times. <laughs> this was on the air. And I could tell as we were getting closer to saying, let's involve Sally Thorner, he was getting less and less comfortable. Right. Yes. yes. Could you notice that you, uh, as a listener, Robbie? Oh, my God. It was so obvious. And I was disappointed that he wouldn't at some point kind of embrace it and try to call her, although you weren't going to get a hold of her. So it didn't make any difference. Well, I brought her back up when Justin called. Did you hear that? No, I missed that part. Oh, and he. <laughs> he oh, no, I did. No, I did hear that. Yeah. Hear and that. he shot me a look like this isn't I don't I'm not interested <laughs> in this. He did not want to keep talking about Sally Thorner. I think it's like I don't I think he had a lot of respect for her. And I think he didn't want her to view this as some sort of goof or radio. You know what I mean? That's what I think. Um, which I guess I can kind of understand, but it's like, well, what do you think you, ha- you have no relationship with Sally Thorner. You're not ruining anything. Of course not. So, ruin. But I- I'm not, Josh has good instincts and obviously he was uncomfortable with it. So as soon as I made that next comment and I could tell he wasn't cool with it because every once in a while, man, Josh will, will tell a story and you're like, holy hell. And I think I mentioned this before. One time I was on the air. And I don't remember how we got here, but just for me asking questions, he mentioned that he went to a dance 
with a friend and his friend's girlfriend. And after the dance, he called his friend's girlfriend and asked her out. <laughs> and she goes, no, I have a boyfriend, your friend. And then <laughs> that guy's parents called Josh's parents and they couldn't be friends anymore. He had to go see the guidance counselor. It's a great story. Okay, so we got all that out of it. Yeah. And so this Sally Thorner felt like something similar. These guys went out to lunch. A couple times. And by the way, if you're a listener that's not from this area, Mac just said Wendy Rieger, hotter than Sally Thorner. But that's a good com- comp. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I love a, Wendy Rieger. She just yeah, died. Rest in peace. Yeah, that is a, that is a good uh, comparison. But, you know, I mean, the idea of Josh Spiegel and Sally Thorner, I mean, this is a young Josh <laughs> Spiegel, right? Right. He's 20 years old or something like this at the time. Probably a more awkward Josh Spiegel. Well, I mean, you got to think about what a go-getter Josh was to that's put true. himself where he was because Josh, he did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It worked. Yeah. Whatever. Hundred percent. And he. So he also worked. Didn't he work for Donnie Simpson? He worked everywhere. He worked yeah. in Denver. Yeah. And what's weird is that he's probably the biggest name in Baltimore radio right now. Yeah. I mean, there might be somebody on the urban stations that I'm not familiar well, with. That's, that's true. That might yeah. be bigger than him. But I mean, that's true. They're very. Well, I, I think this guy who clearly has some sort of social. He know. He's, I'm not saying anything that he doesn't know. Right. I mean, that he wouldn't admit, but he has like a, this social, I don't know if disorder is a fair thing to say. I guess we all have something, right. right? But he obviously has an antisocial aspect to him, and he turned himself into the biggest name in radio <laughs> in Market 20. It's unbelievable yeah. that he was able to do this. Yeah. But uh, the idea that he then had lunch with Sally Thorne to pick, I even asked if he remembered what she had to, for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so... So you think sports is, do you think they know what they're going to do? You know what? They're lazy. Not lazy, not the right word. Um, I well, think what they're going to do right now. What do you think they used me for? As just, they I know why somebody they used or was it a trial? No, I know. I, no, no, no. They didn't use you for a trial. I wish they did. I would make, that would thrill me. No. They're just, they're just not. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. Okay. They can't work Paul every day because right. then he's a full-time employee. Yep. And if they work him every day, then that changes the way in which he's paid. Mm-hmm. It changes it changes things. Right. <clears throat> so three weeks ago, I worked Friday. Two weeks ago, Gabby DePaula or whatever her name is worked. Last Friday. Is this the plan then, you think? You worked, yeah. They're they're just they just don't allow him to work what's considered a full time shift. Mm-hmm. And they'll do that until they're forced to figure something out, in my opinion. But I if I if you if I was betting what direction they would go, the direction they're going, I think Paul is the front runner to get this job. Mm-hmm. He's paid his dues. The second would be it's, Out, outside hire. It would be a minority hire. That would be the second thing. Mm-hmm. Like a female minority would be my the guess. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, they would never ever hire another Bobby Trossett. That's right. not going to happen. They're not going to do that. They're not looking for somebody that they see as the next. It's to say the next Keith Mills is not fair because Keith Mills was a institution in this city. <clears throat> so the idea Keith that. Keith was at doing the WBL. Yeah, Keith. Draft. Yeah, he's. And by the way, he looks great. God, he looks he's in God, great really shape. Yeah. Looks great. It was but, him and, and Jerry Sandusky and Femi. They were like in the room next door. Yeah. Like they were giving the real draft. <laughs> <laughs> the, the draft nerd in me wanted to be talking with those guys. But. Yeah. 
No, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I always think about that. It's like people that are listening to 98 Rock, do they want to hear draft coverage or do they want to hear Shine Down? <laughs> well, my my the thing I would have done differently with the draft is I I because we started uh it just it was basically all interviews. And I I'm thinking if you're listening, mo- most fans are casual fans. They may be a they may be appointment watching on Sunday. But during the week and during the off season, they're not keeping up with free agent signings and draft mock drafts. Yeah, they're just sort of whatever they hear, what happens. Oh, they signed a guy oh, from cool. Saints. That's cool. Yeah. And then now Sunday they might be full on Jersey. Sure. Right. But during the week they're not doing what we're doing. No. They're not. They can't name. You know, all, they all these things that are happening. So I kind of wanted to set it up for that person. This is what could happen. This is what we could look for. If you see a run on this, this is what it means. And and just never, there was never really a place to do that. No, yeah, because there was also some tech issues at the beginning. There were some tech that. issues, and then it was just interview, interview. And then, it, it, by the way, it got crazy. The draft, because it got trade, trade, trade. The, you know, Including the, the Ravens. The Ravens trade. trade. Which actually was cool for you, because you got to announce another pick. And Well, and Will Blake, producer, put the Ian Rappaport tweet on his phone in my face. And I'm like, oh, we got to, because we're going to go to break. I'm like, no, we're going to. We're going to read this. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. That, yeah. yeah, no. So that felt cool that you're breaking news. Now, I didn't hear this, and then we, well, I guess we'll wrap it up. But, of course, it's not me. Yeah, I'm not just a homer. Every publication has the Ravens just murdering this draft. Oh, 100%. They, everybody has them yeah. murdering the it. The worst grade is an A, the best. Yeah, it's right. A to A+. Plus. Yeah. And what's interesting, and, and then I'll ask you about the first pick overall, but, but they had six picks in the fourth round. They made all six picks. It was the most picks ever in a round. I, that, think. I would have thought they would have traded up, and that wouldn't have happened, but yeah. But what's weird is they took a punter, and people are being kind of critical, but I'm like, no, 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 no. They had the luxury to do that because they could get any player that they wanted that was available in that round. So what they decided to do was get, get who, in their opinion, was the best punter. He might be and, the most likely <laughs> pick to make the team as a fourth rounder. <laughs> There's no chance yeah. he's not making the team. Right. He's 100% making the yeah. team. And you know who went three picks later? Another punter. Another punter, yeah. right. So, you know, this. even that, even when I hear that, it frustrates me because I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. And then there's this guy they call the punt god because he averaged 50-something. He went in the sixth round. Right. So even the people that they were being critical on, the, if you watched it on television, th- nobody thought enough of him even <laughs> to take him as the next punter, nor right. did they think to take him in that, that round or the next round. But whatever. But what happened was there was a run on wide receivers. You said you saw it coming, which is, of course, you did because you really uh-huh. studied the draft. But to me, it seemed like, oh, cool, that means that somebody's going to drop here to the yep. Ravens that they're really, really going to like. And they ended up taking a guy named Kyle Hamilton, which I read in a couple of, uh, dra- uh, um, what do you call them, prognostic, not, not uh, where they evaluated them, not Scouting mocks, reports. Not mocks, where they evaluated the players – I saw at least two that had him as the very best player in the draft. Yeah. Um, I saw I didn't see any that had him lower than where he was actually picked. I saw him back two months ago on a mock to Detroit at number two. Okay. So what did you say on the air when they picked him? I said that they truly believe this the best player available. They picked the best player available when they took Jonathan Ogden, Ogden when they had I believe his name was Tony Jones, a legitimate left tackle, when they took Suggs. This is the best player available, and 
if you if a guy is that higher higher on your board, you take him. He's a he by every standard. He's the only thing he doesn't have is elite speed, but he has elite ability to diagnose the play. And if you can diagnose the play quickly, it doesn't really matter if you're two tenths of a second slower, because you can diagnose it a half a second faster. Yeah, than the yeah. Guy. So it. Also, every interview you saw with him, he seems like he's got he does everything right. Yeah, which I also love. And then they traded the uh, Hollywood Brown. They traded Hollywood Brown for the uh, what was it? The twenty third pick. Twenty third pick, but they ended up picking the twenty fifth. Yeah, it became a for the first ten draft picks. Pretty much nothing crazy happened, and then it became like the Wild West. Well, the Wild West, <laughs> and it was it was super exciting to like trade trade this thing out. They're trading up, and it's funny because I'm on Twitter, so I'm following all the people, and I'm I'm telling Kirk what's about to happen, and he does, he's just at the stadium. And I'm like, no, the Eagles are taking Jordan Davis. He goes, how do you know that? Because I'm like, uh, I made it sound like I have some hookup. I'm just following. Right, but what Adam happens Schefter is and he didn't what they were doing is like Eric DaCosta would call the player, say, we're going to draft you. We're turning in the pick now. Right. Then they put the coach on. So all this was occurring before the pick was even made. Mm-hmm. So everybody did know what right. pick was being made. And that's probably the information that you had. Well, but, it's also funny when. I knew they were taking Hamilton before it was announced, but I felt like we have to let this announcement when we air it have some, you know, some drama. Okay. So I basically narrowed it down to Hamilton and another guy, Jermaine Johnson, mm-hmm. and let me and Kirk go back and forth. I picked Hamilton. <laughs> but I already knew that was the right answer, but I didn't let that on because I wanted – when I had Did to, you had to build, know? no, we had to build the <laughs> drama. So when he goes to Roger Goodell saying it, you know, it's because there's a payoff, I, right? You know, because for three minutes I knew it was Hamilton, right? But I acted like I, I think I even lied and said I don't know, but I, I clearly I didn't. Know. <laughs> but I acted like we had this real debate of who who they should pick, and I let him pick the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Robbie, that was a good producer move, right? You have to have the drama. Oh yeah. Also, um, you but you also took the. Uh, but I also was going to make sure I took Hamilton. Did yes. you do that with the next pick too, Lind- Linderbaum? Um, I think I can't remember actually. I think I, I I no. I think we didn't have a debate. You know what? We did have a debate. Who yes. did, did you? I, have think I, pick, I, think, <laughs> I think I picked Linderbaum again. Yes, because I. Kirk's like, wow, this guy really knows right. his shit. Who oh, I came off sounding like a genius. Yeah. Who was the guy that Kirk? You had Kirk debating. Uh, God, who uh, was it? I think. Was it Johnson again? It might have been Johnson again. The kid that uh, the Patriots took from uh, the, no, the Division no. the 1A. Cole Strange. <laughs> he sounds like a horrible country singer who's going to go ninth in American Idol and then sell a billion records. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here, man. Wait a second. What, what? what do we name the show? Shout out. Do you know whose birthday it is today, Joe? Uh, today is 5-3. Mm-hmm. Who? Todd Leatherberry. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. And his brother. Well, let me. I'm going to send a text right now to my boy Todd. Got any names for the episode? He's going to be yes, Todd Leatherberry's birthday. Your precious love. Something about weddings. Yep. Happy birthday, bro. Never. I never forget. (laughs) Your precious love is the word. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, let's get out of here, guys. Later. See ya. Good night. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment.